Hello and welcome to the Unstoppable Stylist Podcast, where independent beauty entrepreneurs can get all the mindset, messaging, and methods they need to be unstoppable in beauty, business, and life. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Unstoppable Stylist Podcast. Today I have a dear friend of mine, Nick Foley, on as a guest. Nick is a whiz at creating daily habits that set you up for long-term success. And so I really wanted him to come on here and share with my listeners all those little things that really add up to you hitting your big goals, whatever they may be in your business and in your life. So without further ado, here is Nick Foley. Nick, welcome to the Unstoppable Stylist podcast. Great. Thank you, Sharon. I, I'm uh, honored to be here. I'm excited to uh, to talk to you. I know we've uh, we've been friends for quite some time. So anytime I get an opportunity to uh, to connect with you, uh, it's always it's always fun. So I'm uh, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. So Nick and I actually we got to know each other well. We'd met before on various charitable events that we've been involved in, but we got to know each other really well because we were partners. <laughs> Uh, yeah. dancing partners on the local charity dancing with the stars so we had great fun muddling our way through a dance routine yeah. <laughs> and I, it was so funny because I actually I remember volunteering us to go first and I remember that like, are you crazy and I'm like no yeah. dude I'm calculated that way we yeah. can dance and get it over with and have a cocktail while the rest of them sweat it out so yeah yeah um, and we I remember but, that yeah, yeah you, that, we led with Trump to begin that's right <laughs> So anyway, we started the show off with a bang and then we just let the rest of them do a better job of it. Right, that's right, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah it, it was it was great fun and always a good good thing to be part of your local community. We both run both local businesses as well as national global businesses. So, um, but we always say like starting that ripple effect in your home is is the most important thing. So um, talk a little bit about some of the things that you do because you do so many cool things. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, I'm excited. Uh, and, and yeah, what a journey that was dancing. Wow. Holy. Um, you uh, you led the way. So I was just following your lead. I'm but, not uh, a good no. dancer, but that's okay. <laughs> no, it was great. I, remember, <laughs> I do remember that text. I was on a business trip. You're like, dude, we're going first. I'm like, you crazy. I was in an airport. You're like, this is calculated. You told me. And I was like, it makes a lot of sense. I was, I'll never forget. I was sitting in 13B. I remember looking up and being like, it's not wrong. This is actually really great. And it was great. We went first and then uh, job done. Right. So a lot of, a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, I do a few things. Um, you know, I, I, I teach a, as we're recording here. I live in Belleville and, and uh, as this airs, I will be too, I suspect. Um, and uh, I, I teach at Loyalist College in public relations event management, a one-year uh, post-grad certificate program. Um, I do that. I also have started um, a couple of nonprofits, uh, one of which I, I'm running now, not really, it's more of an initiative, uh, 20K Sock Day, where, yeah, I just kind of... Uh, talk about, you know, raising awareness for the, uh, for people who are experiencing homelessness in our communities and beyond. Um, I have a program called the uh, Life of Cadence and, um, and I, I, I do a lot of coaching in that capacity. I speak on that. I travel all over the country uh, talking about, you know, inclusion practices, but also uh, on efficiency practices on how you can get the most out of, um, out of your day. And I think it all just kind of stems from, honestly, uh, Sharon was just like, just being consistent with my approach and, and, you know, like a lot of people putting videos up and, and people were like, you know what, this really resonates for me because I don't, you know, I don't really speak about, you know, oh, you have to do it this way, or it's not the only, it's the only way to do things. I just kind of like, hey, listen, like I'm a dad too. I'm a business owner. I'm a busy person. This is what's helping me. This is what's not helping me. And I just kind of, you know, kind of show that and talk about it. So yeah, I do that. And because of that, I get asked to speak in, in uh, different parts, like I said, in the country. And, and um, yeah, I'm really excited. I, I just really enjoy, you know, kind of living every day and, and I get to do really awesome things like being on the Unstoppable Stylist, of course. <laughs> You said that a lot of your decisions in life have been all about just leading a more interesting life. 
tell us a little bit about what interests you and then how you go about pursuing that. Because a lot of people have interests and they they have big dreams and big goals, but they just never quite get there. So um, talk about what interests you and then what you did to make those things happen. Sure. Yeah. So like for me, it's just like, you know, I, what I, what I find it, when people come to me with different ideas and, or I'm thinking of things, if I'm, if I find it interesting, I, I, I just, I'll say yes to it. And, uh, you know, so I'll give you an example. So the kind of a two-part question there, that was a great question. Um, people ask me to do a lot of things. And, and a lot of times I get asked, you know, uh, how do you have the energy to, to, to do that? And, and for me, honestly, and I know this is kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but I was like, I say no to everything. I say no to everything. My, my default is no. Right. And okay, so what does that sound like? Sounds like I'm a jerk, but listen, hear me out here for a second for the people that are listening here. You know, my default is no. And once I say no in my head immediately, I kind of look into it and be like, okay, what is it? It does it, is it interesting to me? Do, am I interested in it or is it interesting to me? So this is really interesting for me when you asked me if I would speak on your on your podcast. I was like, well, absolutely, it's a hell yes, because you're a dear friend of mine. I watch what you do, I listen to your podcast. It's it's really great to be on it. So that makes me, I'm interesting. It, it, it's interesting. So I, I decide to say, to say yes. I say no to most things because what I say yes to, I am 100% all in. And for entre- my entrepreneur friends out here, which is pretty much all the listeners, one of the things that I always say is like, I will say no, you know, to all the things that, that don't interest me or that I don't find interesting because what that allows me to do is say yes to the things that I can really lean into. And I'm a big believer as where my feet are is where my intention is and where my, my time and energy is. And if I can't give you 100% of my time and energy in all I can muster up in that moment, then I'm not interested in doing it. You know what I mean? So, uh, so, so to get back to that, I say, I say no first because then what I think in my head and then I just kind of weigh it all out and like, because if I'm saying yes to speaking in Alberta, then I'm saying no to n- uh, bedtime routine with my daughter and son. Right. So if I'm saying yes to, you know, helping someone with their business or helping, you know, consulting someone or or speaking online, I'm saying no to working on my own stuff. So I really need to be, you know, it really needs to interest me. And and honestly, when it comes down to that, it's just like, does it align with my values? Right. Does it align with my family and, and, and inclusion? And in some cases, in most cases, you know, everything that I do in some way or another aligns with those things. Right. So I just get really, really, you know, specific on what I say yes to. Now, the second part of your question was like, you know, what are the things that you can do to do that is that, you know, to, to, to get your goals and things is for me, it's just like I, I when I'm interested in something, then I, I'll write out, you know, OK, what's my what's my steps? And, and I've talked about this often is like, what are your five momentum moves that are going to get you started? So I have a goal, right? We're coming in January. It's just it's it's, you know, people start goals in January. I get that. You can start them anytime, by the way. And I think you probably all know that. <laughs> but start in January. OK, so here's my goal. I want to be in better shape. What are five things I can do this month to be in better shape? And then you like literally get specific, drink more water or sleep better, move my body seven days a week or five days a week, stretch, do yoga. Okay. Those are five things that I didn't even have to think of. And I just was like, okay, those are the things. So I write them down. And then when you do them, give yourself a check mark and then give yourself a check mark across the, across the month. I guess I'm going this way. Give yourself a check mark across the month. Right. And then the next thing, you know, you reevaluate. And I think that what gets measured gets, uh, gets improved. So I measure everything in my life. So if you have an aspiration, Here's, here's something real simple. You have an aspiration of being, you know, I want to be a, you want to buy a home or you want to buy a rental. Okay. I know you're a real estate guru as well. And so you want to buy a rental. What are your, that's your aspiration. What's your application? What are the steps that you're going to do to connect that? Now, I think the big, the biggest misnomer 
is Sharon is that lots of people, especially on January first, you know, we're all hung over, whatever. Not, not anymore. I mean, my party, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> too long for that. Yeah, exactly. Too long for that. We got things to do. Um, but you know, but you get up in the morning, you're like, my aspiration is going to be this. Boom. I'm going to I'm going to be this. I'm going to be this. Perfect. That's great. Great aspiration. I always applaud people. And the next thing I say to them, they have is, them. Yeah, exactly. What's the next thing? Well, I don't really know. I just want to get in good shape. Okay, so what's the what's the application for that? Like, what what is going? What's your application that's going to align? with that goal. And I think that's where the big misconception when people are not successful with their goals is that they don't, they have aspirations. Perfect. But they don't understand the process to get there that you break it down. So you want to be in good shape. That's your aspiration. Perfect. Your application is every morning you get up in the morning, you move your body. That's one. You watch what you eat. That's two. You drink more water. Try to drink five or six, seven glasses of water a day. Whatever you're doing, you know, have an application where you're just writing down your list and you're just checking the boxes. Next thing you know, you know, you're connecting the dots. You're like, I'm six months into this and I'm down so many pounds or I have this much energy, you know, job done. So align your aspirations with your application is what I would say. Yeah. I think and I'll give you all this stuff. I'll give you all this stuff in a PDF you all, to all your listeners. You can just shoot it out. Oh, that is so great. That is so great. Thank you for that. I mean, Nick, mm -hmm. Nick has lots of great advice about this. I mean, all about time management and and what daily habits really do help set you up for success long-term and not just in your business, but in your life. And we talk about that a lot in the Unstoppable Stylist because I want you to build a thriving business, but also style a life you love at the exact same time. A lot of our personal goals and our business goals have to be intertwined because we are a business. Our business is like another baby for us, right? But we often have kids and partners and, you know, parents and whatever that also need our attention. And then there's us, Right. There's what we have to do for ourselves. And in order to be unstoppable and have a life of cadence, we do have to put ourselves first, but not in a selfish way, but in a way that um, is going to give us that energy that you talked about to serve all the other people at the, our highest level, right? And, and show up fully present. And for stylists and, and beauty professionals on the whole, and anybody who works with people, that showing up is so so important and our energy level and the the message that we're putting out there into the world is so crucial and what results we're going to get nick actually uh so was it eight years ago now seven or eight years yeah, ago yeah, rode 2015. Across, 2015 rode across canada it was the ride for inclusion that was a huge undertaking canada is big and it is wide <laughs> and uh yeah, so you did that. Just talk a little bit about why you did that first, and then we'll get back on track with that other comment there. Sure, yeah. So I did that in 2015. Um, the reason why is I wanted to raise awareness uh, for inclusion and acceptance of all people without bias. My my daughter, Bryn, uh, was born in uh, 2012 and was identified with having uh, Down syndrome uh, shortly after. Long story short, I went away on a business trip. I heard like deplorable language, a deplorable um, discriminatory language to describe little kids. And I thought, you know what, from adults, and I was like, you know what, I, I need to do something <clears throat> to, you know, propagate social good, but like live outside my comfort zone. And, uh, and so I decided that I was going to, to cycle across Canada. And the funny thing about that, uh, Sharon, is I didn't even own a bike when I decided to do it. Right. And so um, it was 8,321 kilometers over 86 riding days, 96 days total. And um, we were able to raise, you know, uh, tens of oh, hundreds of thousands of dollars and, and, um, and get across, get across safely. And so uh, yeah, so so that so for with that, I was very very focused and and very you know driven as, as my goals. And again, getting back to what I said earlier in the podcast, my aspiration was to get across the country and to raise money. The application was training, 
eating well, you know, breaking it down into bite-sized goals. Like I said earlier in your, in your live, in our live, I couldn't go from Victoria, BC to St. John's, Newfoundland in one go, but I could go from Victoria, BC to Nanaimo in one go, right? So when you're talking about your goals, break them down into bite-sizable, you know, kind of, um, you know, steps. And again, like I said, I'll, I'll certainly send you some documents to, 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 uh, to compound that. So getting back to your question about finding a, a, a cadence for myself is, is it came out of necessity. I was on the brink of, you know, losing it all. My family, my, 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 I didn't really have a job. I didn't really know what I was going to do next. And, and I came across, I was scrolling on social media and, and I came across this, um, this article where the gentleman talked about 20 minutes of uh, activity, 20 minutes of journaling, 20 minutes of, um, of, of reading changed his life. And I was like, I can do that. So I went down and got a book and I took it out and I got a journal, an old, uh, old moleskin journal. And, and, uh, Took out my um, my running shoes. This was in May, and 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 just ran down to uh, down to the church that's at the end of my street, and then ran back and and then started to journal, started to read, and I was like, okay, I can do that. And seven years later, I've been doing this, and um, just you know, and how now I have my own spin on things, um, and realized that you know, in order for me to be successful every day, is I have to treat every day like like exactly what it is. It's a day. And yeah. I want to make sure that I am, you know, very intentional with everything that I do, every single thing that I do in my life. And I know it sounds, people ask all the time, they're like, well, that sounds so regimented. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, I only wear black. And people are like, oh, I couldn't imagine doing <laughs> Oh, me too. Like, You're preaching to yeah, the choir. Exactly, I only right? wear black too. <laughs> exactly. And it's yeah. funny because I'm just like, well, it takes the thinking out, right? For yeah. me, like, I never have to worry about things not matching because I know everything matches, you know, my black. And I have a, I have a, you know, an old um an old uh, alma mater sweater i wear around the house my wife wants to burn but that's the only thing yeah. of color that i own right other than you know uh you know pants and stuff but the reality is is that it just those kind of that kind of regimental thinking you know keeps you very focused and and so yeah so that's why i started the cadence effect that's why i call i started the the life of cadence is because um you know i wanted to to find symmetry in my life. If I'm going to continue to move forward, like on a bike, you want to have a good cadence, then I wanted to make sure that I was doing that intentionally. And that's kind of where it started. So that's the, that's the long, short, long version as to why I started uh, doing these, these principles every day. And I know when I was going through that really hard time in my life, I think often we have to have these breakdowns to have these real breakthroughs in our life. Sure. But when I was going through my hardest time, my big focus was just putting one foot in front of the other. And, you know, we all have our ways of coming about the thing, the cadence that that makes our lives work, right? And it's different for every person. So there's not just one right way to do things. It's about finding your way. And uh, oftentimes we look to mentors and we look to coaches. And I think that's super important. Um, but even that you have to take the information that they're giving you and, and find your own rhythm and, and starting off with what they're telling you is, is really great. It's really important, but then eventually you do, you do develop your own sort of your rhythm, your cadence, your, your way of doing things. And, um, I mean, a seven-year process, I mean, that you've stuck with something for seven years, that is that is amazing because so many people struggle with procrastination, with being consistent, with showing up, with sticking to a diet routine or sticking to an exercise routine. And I know you talked about atomic habits and those small habits that really add up to big results. So, I mean, you've done some big things in your life, right? That ride across Canada was was huge, right? You also do motivational speaking. Um, you had Celebrate the Hero. Um, you've you've done 20K Sock Day, which is your your um, sock initiative to to raise awareness for homelessness. Like these are these are big things, and I think a lot of times people get overwhelmed by 
they have these big goals, they have these big dreams, but they get overwhelmed by the 8 million steps that it's going to take to pull something like that off. So what advice do you give to people who want to be unstoppable, but just get a little bit stuck? So here's the advice that I want to give you right away is you are unstoppable. And that's the advice. And I'll, I'll break it down in a second. But like, you know, and that's the thing, Sharon, like, it's humbling to hear you say those things, because I live in the minutiae of my life, right? So I'm just like, Oh, yeah, I do this and this. And, this. and then I'm just like, you know, I'm kind of getting well, like, I guess I did some shit, right? Like, you know what I mean? And like, as of <laughs> yeah. you and stuff, here I'm swearing again. But okay. so here's, here's one thing I will say is that uh, uh, if, if Sharon and I are not around you to cheer you on, you need to cheer yourself on, right? You need to cheer yourself on because we are not like we're not there in the unseen hours, right? We're not there in the morning when you're waking up and you're like trying to pull it together and you know, you're getting kids on the bus. If you have children or you're trying to get the business, you're trying to hold it together. I remember getting a call from my child's school during the pandemic and they're like, Oh, we haven't seen your daughter online. I'm like, she won't be. I talked to her like an adult. She plays outside. We're good. And they're like, okay, <laughs> and I'm trying to hold the businesses together. Right? Like we all have our own thing going on. If you can't celebrate yourself, then, you know, that's, that's job one is celebrate yourself for the different things that you're doing in your life. Right. And I think that we're so quick to celebrate each other. Like Sharon just did for me, like the hype person. I really appreciate that. But like, we, we, you probably don't do that to yourself as much as you, you, you should, right. Because you do amazing yeah. things as well. Right. With all the stuff you got going on, which is amazing. Love this podcast, by the way. And so here's the thing. I would say two things that I would say, allow yourself some grace. That's number one. Okay. So if you're having a day where it's just like, well, it's one of those things where it's just like, I'm having a day and it's not a great day. Like everything's going, you know, what seems to be sideways, you know, sometimes self-care is about meditation, drinking water, being quiet, stretching, reflection, but sometimes self-care is about popcorn and diet Coke and a stupid movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'll let that, I'll let that marinate. Amen. Right? Like, exactly. Yeah. Right. Like, and that's the thing, like, it's just like, oh, self-care is not always about, yes, it is. Yes, it is right? It, it, sometimes it is about, you know, overindulgence a little bit. So number one is allow yourself from grace because there is no person in this world, yourself included. And when you're about to hear me say this, you're going to be like, yep, that makes sense. There is no journey or goal that is absolute linear. That's just not life, right? So it's not going to start from point A to point B. It's going to be up and down and backwards and all over the place, right? Look how successful you are. Think about your reflection over the last seven years, right? When you're reflecting on yourself. So allow yourself some grace because it's not going to be perfect. Okay. That's, that's number one. Number two is like we talked about is, is, is be intentional with your time. Like a lot of people say, well, you got so much going on. You think I'm like, in my head, I'm like, well, it sounds like I have a lot going on, but really it's just that when I'm doing something for the day, I'm very intentional. And so I script everything the night before. And we talked about this before, but on your live is that I have a script and I have an off script. My script is all the things that are scheduled. So I'll give you an example. Last night, I was sitting down, reflecting on my day, answering a few questions that will, you know, maybe we can touch upon another time. And I had this script uh, in my head, my schedule. I look at my phone, this stupid thing. And I say, what do I have tomorrow? <laughs> and I just write it down, right? And I write down the things that are scheduled tomorrow that I have to be at. I have a meeting with my dear friend, Sharon, on her podcast script. That's it. This is the time. I, I have a lecture at 12 at Loyalist College. And I have another lecture at 2 script, script, script. Okay. I have to respond to my, my lawyer for this real estate deal that we're doing. I have to get that in by four o'clock. Those are the four things that I, that I knew that I'm going to be doing today. Right. If I don't accomplish anything else, pat on the back. Now I have two or three other things that I need to do. I put my off script or no, I put on my script. Like I need to do it. They're important. I'll get to them marking this stuff like that. If I don't get to it. Right. And as long as it's not scheduled, like that, you know, someone else is relying on, relying on me. I just move it to the next day. Right. 
On the other side of the paper, I have just a simple thing called an off script. And what that means is every time someone sends me an email that happened at night that I didn't prepare for, or that I didn't know, they asked a question, or can I borrow some time, or you know, I'd like to get on a podcast with you, or something like that, then I put in the off script. And those are all the people or all the things that I will get to after the important things are done. Now you bring this back to all the things that you talked about that I've accomplished. It's like for me, it's one of those things where I just be specifically intentional with my time, right? Because I honestly believe that time is our most valuable currency. You don't believe me? I bet you in a million years that uh, Warren Buffett would trade places with you. Yeah. You know, you're in your forties. Warren Buffett is 98, richest man in the world, but he's not going to be living forever. You he's know, 98 already. Wow. Yeah, he's like 108. I don't know how long yeah. he is, but like he's around there. So, <laughs> yeah. But my point, right? Like yeah. time is our most valuable currency. So once you make that commitment that I am just going to commit, I'm going to allow myself some grace. I'm going to put it in a bite sizable bites and I'm going to be my biggest cheerleader. Those are three takeaways that you don't even have to look at anything else in the world. Just do those three things, you know, celebrate your own victories. And you know what? Be unapologetic about the celebration, by the way, you know, like I'm so other like, Oh, you know, I, I, I just, I was telling you off camera, like I, I just finished the master's in leadership and you're just like, wow, that's great. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. But you know what? Fuck, it is cool. Like I am, yeah. I worked hard for that. It took me 20 months to do that. Well, I'm, you know, a partner to my wife, while I'm raising kids, while I'm starting initiatives and doing sock day and all of these different things, while teaching, while being an entrepreneur, flying all over the place during a pandemic. Yeah, you know what? It is cool. I'm excited yeah. about that, you know, but it took me talking to you, a dear friend that I don't see every day to be like, no, you're not wrong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so just be your biggest cheerleader. And and, and I know and we're so we are so quick to kick ourselves while we're down. Absolutely. Um, my friend Georgia pointed that out to me what did it one time when I was really beating myself off. And she's like, Oh, so you're gonna kick yourself while you're down. And I literally had this image in my head of me laying on the ground in the fetal position, and then my my other self kicking me in the ribs while yeah. I was down. And I'm like, What are you doing? So I really try to stop that now. And then that celebrating is is hard, you know. Um, and shouldn't be hard, but we we sometimes neglect to do that because we feel like we're being boastful or proud. But I mean, you can just celebrate in the smallest ways, but make sure you are celebrating these little tiny wins that you have every single day. There is something, you know, whether you call it, you know, your gratitude or just, you know, high praise for the, the little things that you're doing, even if you just got through the dang day, um, you know, those those little wins that we allow ourselves to take credit for is really what will propel us to get through those hard times. Because the hard times are going to come. There's going to be distractions that derail you from your, your lofty goals. But if you budget time for those, like you said, you're off script, um, then it makes it actually a lot more manageable. And I'm guilty of piling way too many things on my to-do list. But it, I like what you said about those five momentum moves, um, that what you're going to kind of do every month to get to those goals. So, you know... Yeah. Your big goal, say, I mean, if you want to do New Year's resolutions, we all know January 1st, there's this, a lot of pressure, but for, for hairstylists and beauty professionals, December is our busy time. So yes. usually by January, we're pooped, we're tired. So the idea of setting resolutions, I mean, it's no wonder people usually drop out after two weeks, right? Well, exactly. We talked about it like, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, you and I have, you know, we've had many discussions in our in our career as friends. And, and it's one of those things where it's like, why can't you start a career as friends? Like, it's like, a, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a funny term. In our careers um, and as friends. Yeah, yeah. our careers as and as friends. But like, how, like, why not start your goal in January? Okay, fine. Why not start your goal in July? Like, why, why does it have to be, you know what I mean? Like, like, it could be like July to August. It could be from July to July 10th. Like. Your goals, like, don't necessarily, there's no playbook. 
right? When it comes to like, your goals need to be this way. Otherwise there's no sense in starting them. No, your goals need to be what are like, what are important to you, right? Like we talked about, like aspirations is one thing, but application is the step. So like you talk about the the five uh, momentum moves or monthly moves, like have your, your aspiration and then put underneath it, like put like, this is my aspiration. This is my goal. Give me five steps that you can do in January. Well, you know what? You have 30 days to do those five steps. Yeah. Okay. Find a way to do that. Right. And some of those things you'll do it on repeat and you'll, you'll start to do like, okay, I'm going to be drinking water. I'm going to, if you want to get in good shape, whatever it is, right. could be anything. And so find like momentum moves that are going to get you to start. Right. And then just, just like what I'm telling you, like, just start, like, Anything that you're doing in your existence, just start. And you know what? If you do three in a row and you decide to, you know, not do the fourth day because you're tired, then be tired and just, you know, and, but don't let it go. Like anybody will say it. James Clear will say, I say it all the time. We're goal-driven people. Like nobody in their, in nobody in the history of the world, Sharon, will ever be able to live regimentally every single day and not miss a day, no matter what. You're sick. Sometimes things happen. Sometimes you're flying. Sometimes you're doing all these different things. But, you know, the building's on fire. Whatever it is, pick your metaphor, whatever it is, right? Just don't allow it to go into a, a, a habit of, of, of giving yourself the old, I don't need to do it today. Well, if you do six of those days in a row, then you have a problem, right? Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. It's just like, just give yourself some grace. Allow yourself some grace. And I always come down to it. It's got nothing to do with inspiration. It's got nothing to do with motivation. It has everything to do with discipline. Even today, like I had, I didn't have the motivation to get on the treadmill, but you know what? I was disciplined. And I yeah. use these little words, this little thing for your, your, your users. I use these little words. When I wake up in the morning, I get up in the morning, I say, thank you. And then I walk downstairs and I say, be disciplined, be disciplined, be disciplined. When I go into a business meeting or I'm negotiating a contract for a speaking engagement, be assertive, know your worth, right? Find these things. When you're, when you're, when you're, 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 you're a hairstylist, and when you're, when you have a client and you know, you're having one of those days, right. Where it's not easy, you know, just be energetic, energy, bring energy, right. You know, or, or, or whatever words work for you. When I walk into a, when I walk into a lecture, that's the big thing I always say, you know, bring energy, you know, everywhere that I go, I am 100% there. And it's because, you know, I say these anchor words to, to remind myself to, you know, bring it to another level. Right. And so if you're going to see me, even on my worst day, if you're going to see me now, little bit there's something to be said about you know vulnerability and authenticity and things like that you've seen me in my worst and and vice versa like we've seen each other like you know we're we're friends but like if you're like sometimes you gotta you just gotta figure it out like you're you run a business and like i have clients and they're just like i'm having a horrible day i'm having a horrible day i hit zoom or i hit play or i see person in person i'm just like how can i serve i have to you have somebody you have to show up and and these things you know when you're very intentional with your time, when you say no to things that don't serve you, you're saying yes to things that do. And, you know, these anchor words and, and being very intentional with, you know, aligning your aspirations with your application is going to serve, uh, going to serve you well. And like I said, you know, sometimes it's, you need self-care, but it comes down to, um, you know, it comes down to just being intentional with what you want to get out of this and where you want to go. I, I, I feel, and, but give yourself that grace, allow yourself that grace. It's a journey. It's not linear. Yeah, I know for myself, when I was really struggling with our our business and our marriage collapse, you know, after 25 years, it was a lot, right? I still had to show up every single day and serve my clients. And it was the ritual of putting my hair or doing my hair and putting my makeup on and getting dressed and getting to the salon and being in that safe space, so to speak, um, that really helped me. And then when I, once I got talking to the clients and laughing, and sometimes I showed the vulnerability, but most times I was just there to serve them. I honestly tell, say that that was my saving grace, like yep. just that, that discipline, right. Of knowing that I had to show up and serve somebody else was actually a, a method of self-care for me. 
Um, Cause often we would end up laughing, joking, and, and that really fed my soul. And uh, so I, and I'm an extrovert, like for, that doesn't work for everybody. Cause I'm an extrovert. I get my energy from other people, but if I had just, you know, stayed in bed and bawled my head off, like, I mean, I wouldn't be where I am today, you know, yeah. you know, 2020, March, 2020, I thought that's it. I'm going bankrupt. I'm going to lose everything I've worked hard for in 25 years. I'm going to lose my childhood home. I, I I'd basically given up. I'd reached out to the bankruptcy trustee and luckily it was a guy I knew from high school. And he said, Sharon, whatever you do, do not, do not try to go like, do, don't go bankrupt, try everything you can. And then he sort of gave me some steps. Those like five moves, right? What can you do? And I, I didn't end up following all of his advice because he actually told me to let go one building, but in a flash of inspiration, because I allowed that possibility to open up again, I got the idea to transform those old restaurant buildings into, you know, Airbnb properties, right? And it's mm -hmm. been a, a great move since. I didn't lose those buildings that I'd, you know, bought and it was working hard on paying those mortgages. So, and then, you know, that was like, I'd already had the struggle with the marriage and then, and the, that business ending or restaurant food at business ending, and then the pandemic hit on top of that. Yeah. But I, I really tried to look for the opportunities within the difficulties and uh, make those make those things happen, right? So, you know, it's whatever you can do to keep going. I think that's really important. I think it's really important to have those big dreams, those big goals, but definitely break them down into smaller, more manageable pieces. And, you know, we want to think of time as something that um, we need to be mindful of, but also putting a lot of pressure on ourselves to hit all these deadlines um, is sometimes not ideal either right like there's certain things that yes they have to be done by a certain time people are counting on us um but how do you how do you deal with that when you know that a deadline has come and gone and well and that yeah no that's that's a really good um come and gone and i missed it yeah or yeah okay it happens. Hit it. yeah yeah and i hit it yeah um well that's the thing and that's it comes down to making sure that my application which is the steps that you take to to meet the process is is aligning and so, but it comes down to like, you know, scheduling everything, you know, and, and that's not giving you, um, and that's not to say to your, to your listeners, like, oh, if you don't live a scheduled life, you're not going to like, listen, you'll have a lot of freedom when you schedule things. Trust me, like you're yeah. doing it too. Right. And like, yeah. and so when I schedule things and, and so what, like, that's what I would say to combat against, you know, deadlines happening and, and things like that is, is like schedule everything. And when you do that, put it in your phone and then that the night before reflect on what you have to accomplish, write it down the night before it's a game changer. Right. And then just write it down on a piece of paper. And if you don't, if you're not a big journal purple, get like cue cards or things like that. And just be like, this is what I'm doing tomorrow and follow it around with you or put it, you could say in your phone and I get that, but unless you're having an alarm to be like, you have to do this. It's like, it's one of those things where it's just an, it becomes part of an extension of your arm, which is bullshit, but it's like, it's the reality, yeah. right? It's like, Oh, it's just another thing on my phone. So this well, it's so easy to get distracted on exactly. your phone. Right? So and many this... times I open my phone to look at my list and I get caught up on Instagram exactly. or, message or an right? email and so or whatever. This separate... 100%. It separates yeah. church from state, essentially, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I would definitely do. But you said something that's really profound there. When you were going through your difficult time, and you're an extrovert, I get that. I would say that, believe it or not, I would say I'm a combination of both, right? I'm an extrovert when I have your energy and people's energy that I really enjoy, or when I have the microphone, I have something to do. I am an introvert. There's lots of times when I'll be lying in my bed. I'm like, oh, if I could do this speech tomorrow, just in my bed, I would do this. Right. You know what I mean? Cause I'm just so comfortable. I got the dog, I, you know, their pillows and, and, you know, whatever. Right. So there, so I'd be like a kind of almost like the in between somewhere. And what I say to people are like, well, I'm not an extrovert. 
Well, this is what you said that I think is really profound that your listeners need to understand. We should unpack is when you're like going through your difficult time, when you put your hair and makeup on, not your hair on, but like you did your hair and your makeup, right? You knew it was time to go to work. Okay. There's something to be said about that. And those are called tokens. All right. Those are called totems, excuse me. And so here's what I mean. Um, a guy by the name of Todd Herman wrote a book called the um, alter ego effect. Right. And so essentially what you did without knowing that you were doing it, Sharon, is you're going through a difficult time at home. And then all of a sudden, you know, you had like five or six or 12 clients, whatever you have in a day. And you realized you needed to serve them. You needed to show up for them. And that was making you do it in order for you to do that. You put on the makeup and did your hair, right? Boom. That puts you in the mindset. So what I say to people, right, is when I know I'm speaking, when I know I have an event, I got called the other day to, to speak at an event at um, oh, somewhere in, in Trenton. It was at the, at, the, at, the war, at the Air Base Museum sometime in the spring, right? And when I go to that event, I know that before I walk in, I will take my glasses off. And I will put them back on and I know that I am going to perform because this is my totem, right? I am an introverted person, right? I will talk to people that will talk to me. I'm con I try to be kind and polite and happy and, and be that way. But I know when I put my glasses on, it's time to go to work. Like today, I was working on my laptop. I did my glasses on. I looked at my watch. It was 10, it was five to 10. Time to go to work, right? So what I would say to those people that are, that are introverted, how do you do that, Sharon? Like, I don't know how to do that. What I would say is find a totem that every single time that you walk through the threshold of something at work or you put on this sweater or you put on your scarf, whatever it is, right? Find something that will instantly make you that person, right? I know that I am a business person by day, but when I walk through the threshold of my house, I immediately say, hey, you know, daddy's home. Once I have my niceties with my wife and my two children, my dog, I walk upstairs and I put on my sweater, dad mode. Yeah. Whatever you say to me, like whatever. Mr. Rogers' else. Neighborhood. Exactly. It really is. <laughs> Yeah. That's the thing. That man was a genius. Yeah. Right? That's a whole other podcast, but like yeah. that man was a genius. And that's the reality of it. I know when he was putting on those shoes, right? Yeah. And he the put sneakers. on his Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And so a hundred percent. And that's what I would say is and that there's something to be said about that. I think that needs to be unpacked a little bit because people are like, well, I'm not really introverted. I'm like, okay, well then, you know, hold the rock or put on the mint or whatever it is. That's going to be like time to go to work. Right. And you'll see like it happens all the time. Athletes, entrepreneurs, people like that are really successful. It, they have a totem in some capacity for you. It was the act of putting on the uh, the hair and makeup that you're like, OK, time to put them on, put the pants. I, rem like, I remember work. watching and I felt like this so many times. I remember watching the Katy Perry movie. Yeah. And uh, at one point she is in the in the elevator that's about to lift her onto the stage and she's heaving crying right because yep. this is when her and russell brand where he broke up with her by text like the end of their marriage by text she's heaving crying and all of a sudden the music starts and she comes up and she's yep. like ready to sing and i'm just like i would remember that all the time like yep. game face on sharon like let's go you're yep. in you've stepped into another role and i love that idea of tokens and i sometimes actually wear like uh, or totems, right? I wear a talismans, right? I have different jewelry that I will put on that like I have earrings that are wings, right? Yep. When I really need to be lifted up, I wear those earrings. I have, you know, a necklace that is a heart. And when I really need to be heart centered and serve at the highest level, I wear that heart, you know? So there's just little things like that, those talismans, those totems, those tokens, whatever you want to call them, those rituals that we infuse within our lives to get us through those hard times. I think they're so essential and they should not be downplayed at all. 
And I think it's the ceremony of doing it as well, right? Like you said, yeah. the ritual of doing it. Like it's it's one thing, like I put glasses on most days because I need glasses. But when I put the glasses on to work, it's like, you know, not like that. The Katy Perry one was a great example, right? Like mm-hmm. oftentimes, if you and I, if I'm ever speaking at an event that you're at and you know me, so you're watching, you know, and just how I act before, like my, like people have come up to me after, like you're talking, someone will whisper like five minutes and all of a sudden you just go, like it's just a different world. Yeah. Like it's just like, yeah, yeah, no, no, thank you. And then all of a sudden it's just like, focused right and then i'll even when i had them on for the whole time i'll take my glasses off and it'll be like doing my intro and then i'll just just like that i'm like i know that i am not the same person on stage like I, my stories are the same but i know i have to be you know energetic i have to be informative i have to be you know some sort of uh sense of entertaining depending on what it is i have to keep the audience attention and it's the ritual of doing it of having like you said right like having the earrings and, and putting them on but recognizing you're not just putting them on for putting them on because they look beautiful it's like i'm putting these on because i need wings today you yeah. know i'm putting these glasses on because it's time for me to go to work right and and when i say go to work it means like serving whether i'm on a podcast some podcasts i don't really like doing so i'm just like whatever what you know but <laughs> i love this one and i love you so i'm just like hey, what's up this is what we're it's time to go to work right but i know when i'm putting on my glasses or my shirt or you know a certain specific one maybe it's a scarf that's my shield of like, I'm not Nick. I am Nick, the presenter. I am Nick, the entrepreneur. Same for you, Sharon. It's like, I'm not, you know, Sharon in my house, Sharon, you know, sweats and comfies. I'm, you know, I'm sharing the entrepreneur, sharing the, the hairstylist, sharing the, you know, podcaster, sharing the, you know, the inspiration because you're doing these things. So I just, you know, it's funny, like you and I talked about what we're going to talk about a little bit, but those kind of things are what make these podcasts so important because it's like, you say something and then I say something and it's one of those things we're like this could be something that your listeners like if you're an introvert or not like can li- or an extrovert or an introvert doesn't matter or can take that and be like this is something i can take and i know that when i'm holding this or putting this on i am going to be able to perform right and trust me when i when i tell you and if you want some more detail for that i would introduce the book uh the cadence effect by todd herman bit of a beauty like uh to, to know and personally but like great book <laughs> yeah i mean there's so many great books out there and actually i heard some good advice the other day it's like it, it sometimes you want to read all kinds of books and get all kinds of information take all kinds of courses and then other times you want to really hone in and reread the same book over and over again or listen to the same voice over and over and over again so it really digs in deep and I, I would hope that you want to listen to the unstoppable stylist podcast over and over sure. again I really do want to provide these little nuggets things that have helped me that my other guests on the show are finding that are working in their lives and and just find the thing that really resonates with you that rings true and that message that you need right at that moment um, that is our gift to you when we get on these shows and we let the conversation sort of flow. We definitely have things we want to talk about, but um, sometimes that more spontaneous conversation is really what obviously is meant to be said at that moment. So I love that when you said you said that, right? Well, one, one thing to, to further with that, just to just to just to go, I know you and I do a lot of we just kind of riff back and forth. This is, by the way, folks, this is how we talk on the phone when we're, you know, when we're conversing or texting or, you know, or, or messaging on, on socials. Um, but I always go into a book, what's the one thing? Right? Mm-hmm. What's the one thing, right? Instead of being in the book, I've learned this, 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 and this, I'm always reading the books being like, what's the one thing that I'm going to take from this book, right? And so when I'm closing the chapter, I'm like, what's the one thing today? you know, and then I reflect on it. Sometimes I write it down. Sometimes I write it in the book. Sometimes, you know, you mess them up a little bit, but you know, if you can take one thing from everything that you read or every conversation that you've had, like I've learned so much from you today, we've been talking for just over an hour. And it's one of those things on different, you know, platforms and stuff. 
But it's one of those things. I'm like, I've learned a lot from Sharon today. What's the one thing? And every conversation that I leave, I ask, ask myself that, you know, what did I learn? You know, and sometimes it's a conversation that like may not go well. And so what did I learn? I need to give that person a little bit more grace. Uh, I need to be less hard on myself. I need to talk slower. I need to, sometimes it's profound. Sometimes it's like they realize that, you know, be unapologetic about who you are. I need to learn that today. You know, so what's the one thing? I ask myself that question all the time. After every conversation, even conversations you and I've had, Sharon, you know, what's the one thing I've learned? You know, and and when you have that and you're, you're anchoring it into your brain, you know, you become a better, you know, you just become a better individual, a better person. That's why I'm a big believer in books, you know, and, and, and podcasts and things like that. But also you would say like, you can read all this stuff, right? And you can do all the listening or all the, all the courses, all the, all the things, but sometimes you just have to say no and reread the stuff that you've done before. I love that. I remember, you know, sometimes it's about and taking implement, action. And implement it. That's yeah. the thing. Take what you've learned and, and start working with it. Yeah, absolutely. A friend of mine asked me, he's like, do you want to be, and I was at this, he's got a great program called Epic and, and it's like all these high-end speakers and you, you spend like a week at the Ritz and it's in Toronto, it's all these high-end things. And we were there last year I went and I learned, learned a lot. And then this year he's like, are you not going to come back? And I said, no, I, I, I said, I, I've got a, you know, a real estate coach and I've got some mentors and, and I, I, I'm good. I, I can't take any more of my brain. I, I'm just finishing, yeah. you know, at the time when he asked, I was just finishing a master's and I, you know, and I was just like, I need to start implementing this stuff. I can't just always be a sponge for, yeah. you know, and, and forking out, you know, you know, money here and money there all the time. Like I need to be a little bit more honed in on my intention. And even people like yourself and myself who, you know, do this for a living, who are very intentional with it, you know, you need that reminder, right? And you said something profound. It's like, sometimes you got to read the same book twice or listen to the same podcast over and over. And we would hope that you would listen to The Unstoppable <laughs> Stylist, especially this episode, like a hundred times, but that goes without saying. Right? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the other thing is you said earlier, and I wanted to mention this, but when we, when we're putting on those talismans or whatever, um, we are still showing up as our authentic self. We're not sure. trying to be someone other than who we are because we are all these different roles. Like I think about the work that I do in the salon. Um, I do like, you know, I do children's hair. I do men's hair. I do women's hair. I do cuts. I do colors. I do bridal. I do hair and makeup for boudoir. I'm an esthetician. I'm a hairstylist. I'm a makeup artist. I do all those things, but all of those things just make up who I am. And, you know, we don't need to feel like this whole thing of imposter syndrome comes up a lot, a lot in the air or that we don't feel like an expert, but literally we are gathering information from every source and showing up as your authentic self. There's somebody that needs to hear your message just as much as our message. I'm hoping that it resonates with our listeners here and they get some little nugget out of it, but I would like for, you know, the people who are listening to this to turn around and share this information with somebody else. And, you know, they don't have to necessarily give us credit, but go ahead and spread the news really. And just because this really does make the world a more beautiful place. That's, that's always my intention, right? Is to leave it better than I found it. You have. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's like, our world is made up of like our, our whole being, uh, Sharon is made up of many complexities, right? So why wouldn't you be different people you know, for like, you're the, you're, you're a different person in your business mindset than you are when you're with your, your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, right? Like you're with your kids. Like I'm a different, like, I don't talk to my daughter the way I talk to, you know, some people in, in business meetings, obviously I wouldn't, yeah. right? Like she's 10, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So like we have, it, you, you are these different people. So showing up in all these different forms makes you your true authentic self. I, I, I would go one different or one further and say, if you just show up one way, then you're less authentic. Yeah, hundred right? percent. If you're, if you're talking to your ten year old the way that you would talk to a like a lawyer at a business meeting, then you need to really check yourself, 
right? Yeah. And like, and, and then not, well, well, that's, that's just where I am. Well, you know what? Focus on your child. Cause yeah. like how they're going to receive that. And then, you know, you know, develop and live. And I, you know, I'm no parenting expert, you know, but like the reality of it is, is I, I think you're bang on with that. You, you, we have so many complexities in our life and you have to show up differently for, you know, for, for the different situations that you're in hundred percent. Yeah. And this idea of being an expert is, um, you know, like we're all muddling through life, right? <laughs> Once in a while though, right? we grab hold of something and we make it work for us. Right. But most of the time we're, we're all sort of struggling. So nobody has got this down pat, like nobody yeah. has it figured out, but we're, we're trying and we're trying to also help other people come along this journey with us. Cause it is such a journey. I mean, the journey to unstoppable is a long and bumpy road, right? Yeah, absolutely. But you know, it's worth it. It's worth it to show up when I really needed to simplify my life. Every decision I made was like, is this going to simplify things or complicate things, Sharon? And it would help mm -hmm. me make that decision. And, and this year Love it was that. like, anytime I was feeling weak, you know, I would feel like, no, Sharon, you are unstoppable. You've got this, you can do this. You've done hard things. And then that would, that would help me carry on. And I like to talk about too, mindset first, always mindset first, then your messaging, the, the story that you're telling yourself and that you're telling the world and then your methods. And a lot of people want, want the tips and the hacks and the, the strategies first, but like, I don't think any of those really work well until you have the first two in line, right? So uh, unstoppable, it was really a mindset thing, but then unstoppable, I had to keep telling myself, no, I'm unstoppable. I'm unstoppable. And that was the, 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 the message I wanted to send out to the world as well. And then what are those daily habits? You know, those small things that I do every single day to be more unstoppable to get me to my big unstoppable crazy goal that you know my BHAG my big hairy audacious goal um yep. that 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 helped that so like this is where I you know I really wanted to connect with you today about those little habits um that we can really employ in our business and in our life to just get one percent better every single day right and yep. so that they they become who we who we are really celebrate who we are Life is busy, but it's so full and it's so fun. And this is really what I want people to get out of this. When you said earlier, you won't realize how much freedom you will get once you schedule things. I just absolutely love that. If you're scheduling the right things with intention, doing things that move you towards the goals that you really want to accomplish. So Nick, I want to thank you so much for coming on the Unstoppable Styles podcast. Please tell everybody where they can find you and what more you can offer them. Yeah, great. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at Nick underscore fully one. Um, so Nick underscore fully one. Uh, but also if you're interested in the life of cadence, uh, just life of cadence, uh, dot com. Um, and I, I have the whole program there. You'll see my, uh, my, my smiling face. And so you'll have uh, lifeofcadence.com. And also if you want to connect with me, uh, Nick, uh, Nick Foley.ca. Uh, I do a lot of speeches, a lot of talks on this kind of thing. Um, did a lot of, uh, just finished, like I said, a master's in organizational leadership with the focus and concentration on feedback and coaching and journaling and the impact that it has on entrepreneurs. So um, that was my main, that was my focus over the last 20 months. So I'm looking forward to sharing that. But yeah, again, uh, lifeofcadence.com, nickfoley.ca or on Instagram at nick underscore foley one. I put a lot of these little videos out, little snippets of uh, little things that I've learned, little things I've learned from people that are inspiring, like Sharon, that uh, style of life you love, as she said earlier, I love that. And uh, yeah, just, just trying to uh, serve the best that I can, Sharon. 
Yeah. Thank you so much, Nick. We will be sure to give our listeners some of the resources. We'll attach them to the show notes. And I want to thank you for offering that this generous heart. I know you have. So for all our listeners out there, please check out the show notes. We will have all the links in there to get a hold of Nick if you want to even have him come speak to your group. He's an amazing speaker, so inspirational. And I really want you guys to have the very best day and the best life. So get out there and make the world a more beautiful place. Check out theunstoppablestylist.com for even more help to grow your beauty business and style a life you love.